There's a ton of art out there that you'd never see in a museum. Fan tributes, animated GIFs, remix videos. That's what Sideshow's all about. I'm your host, Sean Ramos for him. Get the podcast at soundworks.org. Iraq ain't over till Sunnis and Shias agree it's over. Today, Tuesday, October 28th, this is The World. I'm Marco Werman. A new documentary tracks the rise of the so-called Islamic State. The filmmaker says defeating ISIS militarily is only half the battle in Iraq. What you have at the end of the day is these deep sectarian tensions that have been there and, and will remain. And until Sunnis and Shia and Kurds can trust one another, Iraq is a fiction as a unified state. Also, Israeli farmers face a challenge every seven years, how to grow crops while observing a biblical commandment to lead their lands fallow. One useful trick, hydroponics. I wouldn't say it's a trick, it's a solution so we can feed people. Plus, the German town that's gone off the power grid, thanks in part to pig manure. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA CREF, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Marco Werman with The World. When you're in trouble, it's always reassuring when you hear help is on the way, and that's what desperate Kurdish fighters in Kobani heard today. A quick reminder, Kobani is in Syria, right on the border with Turkey, and for weeks it's been on the verge of falling into the hands of ISIS extremists. The U.S. has been hoping to push ISIS back with airstrikes, but the Turkish government has not let other fighters like Kurdish soldiers to cross the border to help defend Kobani. Last week, the Turks agreed to relax their ban, and today they announced that a contingent of Kurdish Peshmerga fighters from Iraq was on their way to Kobani. I asked reporter Jacob Resnick in Istanbul for the details. So the big news today is aircraft taking off from northern Iraq, and it's supposed to land in a city in southern Turkey of about 150 fighters to cross over into Syria and join the fight against Islamic State. And then they're actually supposed to be having some pretty heavy weapons. Uh, I've seen estimates about 40 vehicles, trucking heavy machine guns and so forth across into Turkey. But there's been no uh, indication of when they'd be allowed to cross, except from the politician's statements saying, you know, in principle, they'll, they'll be allowed to go. Do you think this was inevitable? I mean, why wouldn't Turkey want to protect its border from ISIS? Well, Turkey doesn't want to help the Kurdistan Workers' Party, the PKK, which has been fighting a decades-long guerrilla war in Turkey's southeast. And they're closely tied to a lot of the militias that are fighting in Kobani. So I think one possible speculation is there's been uh, an acknowledgement in Turkey that if they don't allow forces who are halfway friendly to them, which the Kurdish Peshmerga from northern Iraq are, go in there, they really will lose all control of the situation. So by completely dealing themselves out and being completely obstructionist and not allowing any aid to go over to Kobani, I think that's been seen as not a winning strategy. Right. I mean, some may say this gesture is about Turkey keeping control of the situation, but others are saying, hey, they're not sending in Turkish troops. They're not assisting Syrian Kurds with their own fight against ISIS. It's just Iraqi Peshmerga. So is there some feeling there that Turkey actually wants Kobani to fall? Uh, that's possible, but it's hard to prove. I think definitely Turkey is saying that they will not commit ground troops unless the end game is the fall of Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. 
you know, if, if there's going to be an invasion, they want it to go all the way to Damascus. But clearly, Washington and Turkey's other military allies are not willing to do that because of the repercussions with Iran, Russia, so forth. And of course, the, the, the experience in Afghanistan and Iraq, the U.S. has no appetite for another to occupy another Middle Eastern country. Is Turkey demanding anything like a quid pro quo in return for playing a more active role? If they are, it hasn't been publicly talked about. What's been on the table is Turkey has said that they will not help militarily in this anti-ISIS coalition unless there's a, a buffer zone uh, along the border, which Syria would consider you know, an invasion of its territory, and air cover from its NATO allies. And again, from where Washington sits and other Turkey's other allies, there's no way to appease these demands of Turkey without committing themselves into a wholesale invasion of Syria and, and starting another regional war. You know, Jacob, the numbers, too, are a little suspicious. Only 150 fighters, Kurdish Peshmerga from Iraq, are being allowed in to, to fight. I mean, is it realistic that those 150 soldiers can turn things around? I think it's going to depend on what's inside those trucks. One of the things that we've known about the, the Kurdish militia is they're pretty lightly armed. They have mostly small weapons uh, compared to the heavily armed uh, ISIS forces, which raided the armories in Iraq before they...